On New Year's Eve 2009, we decided to come up with goals, not resolutions, for the year ahead. We wanted to take control of our lives instead of sitting back and letting life happen to us or pass us by. Every year since, we've created a bucket list that encouraged each other and worked toward achieving our goals throughout the year. In 2012, we started to document our journey in our blog, The Great Goal Rush. I'm Chris. And I'm Lissa. And this is The Great Goal Rush Podcast. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Chris and Lissa's Great Goal Rush Podcast. I am one of your hosts. My name is Chris, and sitting next to me is Tell him who's slut sitting face. next to you. I said slut face. No. The new horror flick. Sitting right next to me is Curly. Curly Lambo. Say something to the audience, Curly. See if we can get him to growl. There it is. There you go. All right. Curly is excited that we're recording. And then... Okay. And then sitting next... To us would be slut face Why coming out to a theater face? near you. Lissa. What did I do to you? I just introduced you. Hi, slut face here. There you go. First you didn't like it and then you just embraced it that quick. Mm-hmm. Well, we are here on this lovely Sunday evening recording later than usual. But Why you know you what? Do this to me? We are right on time because people usually don't listen to this until tomorrow morning. People usually don't listen to this Period. That's not true. I see the statistics. I have the numbers. You don't know what you're talking about. If that's the case, where are our sponsors? Where is the ad wait, wait. revenue? I, I said that there are people that listen to us, and we have a good amount of people where's that listen Casper to us. Where's Casper Mattress? But we don't have... Where's... That. Where's Blue Chew? Where's... What? Blue Chew. I don't know what that is. It's like Viagra. Oh, you listen to a definitely different podcast. Well, I mean, that's just one of everything else. Like I, I listen to the Casper mattresses and the all that Casper stuff. Casper mattresses, yeah. the Blue Aprons, the uh, what's that one deodorant that's like the all Ridge natural. Wallet. I don't listen to that. No. You listen to a lot of men podcasts. No, apparently. I just thought of the two that I heard today. Anyway, we're not talking about ads. We're talking to the people about the past um, couple days in our life have been pretty um, noteworthy, shall you say? How about we start with? Um, your voting volunteer in quotes. There's no uh, volunteer. Your voting day. Well, people want to know because some people may want to help out. Some people want to know about your experience. Oh, well, because if that's the case, let me share with you this information. Well, oh, go ahead. Start the fan. You can you can ask me questions too to really keep this conversation feeling authentic. Thanks, Chris. So. Now that the conversation's about my experience, let me go into it. On Tuesday, it was election day in Virginia, which I talked about a lot last week. And we had an amazing turnout, comparatively, uh, to the presidential election year. And in Prince William County, in total, which is where we, our city is located. Where we reside. We had a 40% voter turnout which okay so 40 percent is a very impressive number for a president no i'm sorry for a non-presidential non-presidential election election. however if you just think about that that four out of ten people voted what the hell are the other six people doing? as we already said in the last podcast waiting in line for popeye's chicken sandwiches sure or 
or just not don't care. voting. I don't know. It's Whatever terrible. the reason, I think people are realizing that their votes matter. Well, they absolutely And when they matter. vote, people who they vote for win yeah. when they work together to elect certain individuals. And when you have individuals who represent the demographics and the population of a certain area better than a bunch of crusty people. Mm, cr- crusty? Just crusty people? I'm just going to keep it crusty people. You're going to keep it holy? I'm going to keep it holy. On this Sunday? Yeah. Okay. Crusty individuals. Then, oh my gosh, guess what? People are quite excited to vote because before it was just one crusty versus another crusty or one crusty not running against any unopposed crusty. But, so but these crusties look like something. <laughs> they all have the same look. Hmm. Anyway. I'll let you paint that picture in your own little baby head. And I was, we were busy at our location all day. We had 100 people per hour. Well, stop. You, you, oh, I'm What an, time did you get there? I'm an election officer for the city of Manassas. Which means you which do. Which means that all day long, I basically uh, help run the election smoothly, check people in, uh, provide ballots to people, help help them with any questions they may have. And you had to get there at what time? Five o'clock in the morning. Wow. And what time did you get home? 8.45 probably. PM. Yeah. So that is a hell of a day. It's it's a hell of a day, but it was a hell of more of a hell of a day when it was the primaries because it was really slow and boring. Yeah. And I brought a number of magazines to read for this past election and I didn't even open one because we were so busy that we didn't need, like we had no time. We, there was no downtime. So uh, if I work the presidential election, it's I, going I really to hope be you insane. don't do that. Yeah. Well, they I, I need really it. Ho- well, uh, they may need it, but I remember what it looked like in, was it 2012? And I remember that line, and I remember thinking, these people are wearing it today, and I don't want you to have to go through that. Thinking about... You know, you had to be there at 5. Mm-hmm. If you do that, you're not going to get home till like 10, like 10 or 11. Well, that's not true because the, the machines do all of the counting. Yeah, what but takes you... Our, what takes time for us votes. is... No, we don't... The absentee votes already counted. What takes... What right took, in votes? What took, yeah, what took a lot of time this past election, and I'm guessing for a lot of them, is write-ins. But there was a position that was unopposed, and there were 159 people who wrote in... A and it, it, random things or individuals, and that we had to manually write down every single Which, person or thing that was voted can, for. Can I say? Go ahead, talk, talk some shit. It's gonna be bad. Go um, and for those people who decide to come to the voting place and vote Harambe for something, in the words of our favorite Sean, get fucked. You right. suck. No, I don't know if they have glasses or not. But seriously, stay the fuck at home. Don't do that. Don't waste that vote. I'd rather you not vote than to think it's really funny to go and say, I'm going to vote for Harambe. Like, is it funny so you can go home and tell your little crusty friends that you voted for Harambe? Like, that's so funny, dude. So great, bro. Like, get out of here, it's man. Stay home. Annoying. Particularly annoying for me because, as I just said, I'm the one who had to manually write to down it. all of them and then tally all of the 
the the people who were writing. So I can just see you in the back, be like Harambe, two votes. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, it was basically like, come like, on. Anyone else but this Democrat had like five votes, and right. then uh, Harambe had like three. Mickey Mouse had a couple. Yeah, like come on, people. This is a serious process. You know what? The reason why we are in the current state that we are in is because of stuff like that. I know it's been going on for a long period of time, but like... Oh, and then my sister's dead cat got two votes. What? Quote, my sister's dead cat got two votes. Oh, so the name was my sister's dead cat. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were talking about your sister's dead cat. Because no. unfortunately she does she have a dead cat. She did pass away. <laughs> it did. Sorry. No, I was she, like, he... so your parents did that? And then they're not even our... Yeah. So again, it's stuff like that. That's not funny... It's just a waste of time. And you are showing that you don't take the political process and the voting process seriously. And again, this is when I get on my high horse and I think about all of the people of color who fought so hard to vote and died trying to get that right to vote. And someone who's just so entitled that they can just throw their vote away and it's no big deal to them just makes me so angry. Well, I mean, to be fair... The right to vote includes the right to vote for who the fuck that, you want to. That is absolutely correct. my sister's dead cat. I know, but I'm. I, you're right. That's freedom, sure. But freedom isn't free, they say. No. No, but I, again, I'm thinking about the people who died for, the, for just wanting to vote seriously. And they were never, you know, afforded that opportunity. And now someone has that opportunity and they just throw it away. The stupid stuff. It's, just, it's upsetting, but... Back to what you did. Um, you had a marathon day, and you did something really cool. And you were a part of something really special. I, I am I am a special human being. Um, I didn't go that far. I would also, it was really fun to have, to be able to check you in. Mm. That was like the highlight So that was awkward. I thought like we'd get in trouble or something like that. I didn't know like that was. No, there's. Okay. How would we get in trouble for that? I don't know. Just you checking me in. It just seems like, what if I was undocumented? You have your ID and it's connected to the system. How would you be undocumented? I'm just kidding. Calm down. Anyway, so uh, I the process is you you have these uh, like scanners. You scan the back of someone's driver's license, and then you have they show they pop up in the system if they're a registered voter, and it has all their information like their district and address and all that stuff. So you say to them, please state your full name, and then. Fireplace. Sorry, Chris sorry. states his full name. Yeah. And then I said, sir, what's your address? And he says his address. Our address. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said, here's your ticket. You can go get your ballot and vote. And then he gave me coffee. So I don't know if that's considered. You gave me coffee first, so maybe that could be considered bribery. Bribe, sure. But I wanted to I wanted to ask him questions and put make him take a test, but I think that's illegal and was... Um, Racist. Yeah, those those laws were removed with the Voting Rights Act potentially in the '60s. So mm-hmm. I didn't want to. I didn't want to come What's down. What's my too hard favorite on you. soup? <laughs> I don't know. New England clam chowder. Right. Is it the red or the white? What is it? The red. I don't remember. I haven't seen Ace Ventura in a long time. Was that Ace Ventura? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was a. It was a really good. 
day, things ran really smoothly. We had a huge voter turnout. I got to check Chris in. I met a bunch of people who are as interested in the election process as I am. You met some crazy people. Um, I didn't really meet them, well, but I, you I encountered with, with a few people who were a little bonkers. But Just a little bit. They, you know, I, I. The thing is, the one thing I was most concerned about. So, this might be getting into the too boring nitty gritty for people, but Mm-mm. for some reason in Virginia, in local elections, so school board, uh, city council, and something else, they do not list the party that the candidates are affiliated with. So if an individual has a question and asks the election officers, who is this person, who, which party is this person affiliated with by law, we cannot tell them. So that's just so crazy. And I don't, I, but something like our, I think the delegates were. Well, that's why you have write-ins like Harambe and my dead cat, because we're, for some reason, we're holding important information. If I'm a Republican and I go in and it's like, I might not necessarily know who I'm voting for. No, that one was listed, I think, because it's a state. It's, I don't know. No, no, I'm just saying, like, if I'm a Republican and I know I got to vote Republican all the way down the ticket and I get to the school board. Right, and you And I know that someone is Republican. It's like, I don't know who that is. Yeah, it's my fault for not being informed. But to ask that question. It's a reasonable question to ask. And if I'm outside of the polling booth, you you've go, got, uh, no, no, you've got Republican and Democratic individuals giving you a yeah. sample ballot. So they're telling you who to vote yes. for. But if someone didn't get the sample ballot and they were unsure, I was worried that they would ask me, ask any of the election officers, including me, that question. And you can't and answer. I, I wanted to know what the proper response was, not just, we are unable to. Like, that sounds shady. So just like, or it's illegal for us to share that information. Well, you. you could just say, unfortunately, given the rules and the laws of Virginia, we are un- we cannot give out that information. Which is fine. Turn back around, I, go outside, get a sample ballot, and vote. They've already checked it. I, I know, I know. They I know. Could. They but could. the... I was just worried because people's emotions are on very high at elections mm-hmm. that if I were to say something like that, then someone would like go of kind of berserk and have a meltdown for some reason because they weren't getting the information they needed, which is like, that's not our rules, election officers. But so that was, you know, being around any people, like a, a large group of people, like emotions tend to maybe run high and particularly like an election situation yeah. and so there were there weren't any there weren't any any things to note as far as that like p- there were a few weird comments but you know that's that's it and the sec my second favorite thing of the day there was this guy who came in with his son and I was giving out um I was at the the last part before you leave so my partner was giving out stickers, telling people to put their ballot into the machine, and then I would take the, the people, the voters' folders. And this guy came up to me, and he was like, can you take a photo of me with my son? It's his first time voting. That's great. And it was, it made me so happy, and the son did not look like he was at all interested. Of and the father was like, I'm definitely more excited than my son is, but I, can I need to get this photo? It yeah, just was so fantastic. sweet. Fantastic. That's great. He probably put Harambe, by the way. Uh, his son. I don't care who you no, vote for. No, it's cool. That's yes, that's I do. great. What was that? I said, I don't care who you vote for. And I said, yes, I do. Yeah, you do. But as but, an election officer, I don't care who you vote for. Sure, you can. As a citizen of Virginia, I do. There you go. Um, so, overall, good experience? Great experience? Good experience, yeah. We 
I, I mean, it's, it's, it's really, it's really great. And I just will, will say that I will never vote in person on election day again because of absentee voting, which we discussed last, mm. last time. And I will never absentee vote unless I absolutely have to, mm. because I enjoy the day of voting. I love it. I get chills. I get nervous going to the voting booth. It's just, you know, once every two years or once every year, you know, year or four years, whatever. It's just a, it's a, it's a really special experience to me anyway. And then as far as the results go, which we could probably talk about in a different episode or we can talk about now. Let's the, go a different episode. Well, I just want to, it is related to my bucket list because one of the, one of the uh, issues that I wanted to focus on this year was the Equal Rights Amendment. And now that the General Assembly is majority Democrat, the likelihood of the ERA's passage is yeah, but we're talking about hypotheticals high, right now. Let's higher, just wait until something higher happens. Higher than it was. I'm just saying. There's that no it's point re- even talking about it's that. related to my bucket list. Your bucket list uh, in this case it doesn't make a difference because nothing has happened yet. It is the same as it ever was. So just leave it alone until we get an update. If there's an update in January which should be day one they should do something. But if there is an update, then we can come back and talk about that the same day we talk about our January bucket list goals. But or if actually, you no. don't know anything about the ERA, look it oh up. God. If you're a Virginian, a Virginian, you should start advocating. You don't can tell text. people what they should do. You should. No. If you listen to us, if you have respect for me. There you go. That's better. Then, and if you have respect for every woman and every man who benefits from women's equality in our society, then look up the ERA, please. I beg of you, sir. You done? Sir. We done with the political aspect here? Because I'm sir, sure if people you. are still with us right now, they're They They probably saints. agree with us. Yeah, okay. They are in a, they are in a tunnel of, of a bubble just like we are, Chris. Yes. Okay, so let's move on, because there's a lot. There was a lot of great things that happened on election day, but I won't get into the nitty gritties. Like nitty gritties, nitty gritty. How many nitties and gritties are there? <laughs> there's a lot of. Gritties. I won't get into the nitty gritties. All of the gritties. <laughs> I'm talking about the results, but we won't talk about that. No, no one cares. They can. They have the Googles. They can look it up, whatever they want. Let's move on. Um, You're in charge, man. Go. I, I was just saying. Let's move on. So yesterday was a very interesting day for the both of us. Um, I would say that I... Don't you dare paint this juxtaposition. Watch me Bob Ross this. Anyway, here's the thing. I spent the morning doing my very best to support the local homeless shelter. And Lissa spent the evening paying way too much for dinner for herself. (laughs) So she was extremely selfish, mm-hmm. and I was selfless. How does that feel? The roles were reversed. Didn't taste so great because I didn't get anything. I'm kidding. Mine tasted great. Yeah, yours tasted fantastic. <laughs> All right. So uh, for those who don't know, it was shared on our Facebook page. Uh, my student leaders that I teach were in charge of raising money for the local homeless shelter um, over the past two months. And hold on. They came to they wanted the homeless shelter to benefit from these funds because you recruited uh, students to volunteer to serve at the homeless shelter. Right, sure. Thanks to you, 
they realize the importance of the homeless shelter with their their bearing witness to sure, serving. Sure, but then thanks to you for getting me involved with the homeless shelter stuff. Okay, so, so it all comes back to you. a circle jerk. Okay, right, there thank we you. Go. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember that. So um, they decided to raise money for the local homeless shelter, and the end event would uh, finish with a 5K. So we spent two months trying to fundraise uh, and collect money for the homeless shelter, and it was very challenging, and it was very... Um, it was your first time in this role of it fundraising was tough. Sure, yeah. dollars And we set a goal, I would say a crazy goal of $5,000 to raise for the Northern Virginia Family Service, specifically the homeless shelter. Um, it was a very much philanthropic event. We weren't making any money off of it. We were trying to um, just raise as much money as we could for the homeless shelter. And with a lot of planning, the students did a fantastic job yesterday. They really knocked it out of the park. They were very organized. I was very proud of them. But we we passed our goal and we were able to raise over $6,000 for the homeless shelter. So we are ecstatic over that. It's amazing. And Lissa and her parents took part in the 5K yesterday. We winded up. It was really cold to start, but it was a beautiful day. And um, yeah, it was great. It was a great experience. So it was my first, for those who don't know, I'm not teaching PE anymore. I have a new role, which is the director of leadership and community outreach at my local school. And um, that was like my first big task that I put on. And so over 100 people participated. We had over 100 and actually, no, more than that. We had probably over 200, 250 donations, 300 donations. Um, so, yeah, and and that was great. So I couldn't be more proud of my students. I was very happy for them that they were able to pull it off. And I know how you are. You're not like an event planner that's not something that you feel very comfortable with and you did a really great job putting it all together and I'm very proud of you for inspiring your students well thanks to be active in the community and to care about to care about the people in our community well I appreciate it um I had a lot of help my students were fantastic I had some co-workers um you know Obviously, everyone that helped out, I'm not going to say you by name in case you don't want your name out there, but if you're listening, you know who you are, so thank you very much for all of your help. Uh, But yeah, you know, this was something that was huge for me personally. Uh, My boss trusted me to, you know, do this and make the school look great in, in this, and I think the school looked fantastic, and it was because of the students that made them look, made the school look great. So again... I could not be proud, more proud of the students for taking on such a huge task and killing it. Mm-hmm. So that was that was the morning. And I tried to, I spoke to some of your students who I have never met. Of course. And they, I tried to recruit them to serve at the homeless shelter, serve breakfast at the homeless shelter. Yeah, so. and we already have some that have already inquired a couple weeks before the 5K. If we get our funding... Mm-hmm. to serve, to make breakfast every month, then hopefully we'll have a new crop of people who care about the community. So, like, that's my I've, – I've come to the conclusion that many of our ills of our society are because we don't we – don't, we don't have a strong sense of community. Therefore, we don't really care about anything other mm-hmm. than ourselves. So when you think 
bigger than you and you have a connection to something bigger than you, then you have a purpose and it's healthier for you. It's healthier for your family and community. It's just, it's all good. All things are good. Agreed. Uh, Profound. No, Rambling. I, I agree with everything you said. I'm just, I got, me being, you know, a personal take here, I am so happy that it's over. It's consumed so much of my time, um, you know, knowing that, you know, 150 people would be there and making sure that everything, all the details were mm-hmm. were good to go, crossing our fingers, hoping it wouldn't rain. Like, think about that experience if it rained. It's I would not totally different. It's a totally different experience. Uh, so, yeah, that's over. And that's that. So that was the morning. Uh, and that had been something that, you know, I planned for two months now. What's the next big project? Uh, we have some other things lined up, but nothing... Uh, nothing that I'm ready to release yet, mm, okay. but we will have some other things coming up very soon. But thank you, every everybody who shared the information about the 5K. Thank you, everyone who donated. Thank you, everybody, for just kind words and support because it meant a lot. And now it's on to the next one. So that was the the morning of yesterday. Now to the night. So. I was absolutely exhausted yesterday. The only thing I wanted was trash food and scotch, and I had both. And Lissa had made plans with one of her friends as part of her bucket it list. Is, it was on my bucket list. Now, hold on. I want you to remember what I did the morning of. Now, Lissa, you go ahead and tell <laughs> everyone what you did last night. The floor is yours. Going to a three-star Michelin restaurant was on my bucket list. Explain what, yes, please. Who are not familiar with the Michelin Guide or Michelin Review, whatever Michelin Star, it's actually related. I know it is. I'm just saying, like, it's not necessarily the tire that people are. Go ahead. Anyway, Mm. the. She does not want to tell this story, folks. Go ahead. Restaurants. <laughs> she she does not want to tell the story. Restaurants are rated, and if you are lucky enough, if the dining is so wonderful and consistent, then you are awarded a Michelin star. So there's one star, two star, and three star. Three stars. Three a three star Michelin restaurant is the best of the best. So there are a total of 14 restaurants in the United States that have a three star Michelin review. And the inn at Little Washington is about an hour away from our house, and it has a three-star Michelin rating. Hmm, that so, sounds crazy. I bet that'd be expensive. <laughs> yep. We'll so get there. There are oh, a we'll number of there. goals that we, like when I'm planning out the year, it's like, okay, well, like, for example, um, hot air balloon, $300. Like this is a few years ago. So like, there are some bigger ticket items, as you probably understand with your watch, that you you mean the thing that i use every single day all of the time and the thing that you had last night is already out of your system i pooped thanks for a good bowel system in the morning and it's gone it might be that no it's still it's it's gone but it's the experience it's the three-hour dining experience anyway it's amazing that i was able to attend a fine dining dinner a three and a half hour dinner It was two. Yes, it was two hundred fifty dollars. Stop. 
Stop. Did you, first off, did you say it's amazing? It's amazing. As if it was like I'm so some lucky. huge, great, it's an hour drive away. It's not amazing to go do that. It, it's am- amazing. It like, is cool, amazing. Possibly. Amazing is like okay, someone okay, being able okay, to okay, perform okay. brain okay. surgery. So, amazing is not you being able to drive an hour down the road to have food. Okay, so we're talking about we live in a world where people are 45 deep to get a chicken sandwich at Popeye's. Yeah. When the if you're if you're just talking about like weighing the exclusivity of a, a restaurant that is considered one of the best restaurants in the world. Okay. And then people lining up to eat trash chicken. Oh like, no. First and foremost. You didn't even let me tell my story. N- I'm not, you have to interject. <laughs> because you're trying to skim by some of the stuff. It's not amazing that you were able to do that. Yes, it is. It's not amazing. Yes, it is. One is very lucky. Hashtag blessed. Amazing is the fact that we have this intricate body that seems to work every day for us. Amazing is not, I repeat, is not you traveling an hour down the road to eat food. Okay, well. Amazing? Amazing would be you being so batshit crazy to spend $250 on food by yourself. This is, hold on, this is not you and your friend together. This is per experience, $250 fucking dollars on food that is no longer in your system 24 hours after the fact. You wanna know where that $250 would have been great at? The philanthropic 5K. (laughs) That would have been great. So to give to homeless the homeless shelter. We're done talking about that. <laughs> it is, in my opinion, amazing that oh we gosh. have that there have there are individuals. First off, if it's you amazing think about that you're trying to argue the this. process from farm, mm-hmm. then to the table and all of the work and everything that goes into that process, then from a chef's perspective, to be able to put together. Basically, like the science of food that tastes good to pair certain things together that are really delicious. That's not something that like that's kind of a new phenomenon as far as like knowing exactly what works. Like, yeah, we've been cooking forever. But, let's let's be real. But as and far you know, as like the you know, spices, I'm telling the truth here. If they could have put amazing. they could have put so many things together, and you would have thought it was delicious, none nonetheless. I'll eat anything. Exactly. But so there it's you still go. amazing that the and the artistry oh of God. the food on a, a plating the food, the creativity that goes into thinking about all the pairings and all of the what's going to be served that night. It's just it, I am in awe of that process. Uh, Everything. That's fair to say. I am also in awe. Every time I drink a glass of wine, because yeah. I think to myself, <laughs> all of the steps that everything that went into this from the weather to the individual grape varietal to how it was aged and then the, you know, the location of the land. We can go the right water. down the street and get a $3 bottle of wine and instead you say, you know what, kill that. I want to spend $247 more on some food that is no longer in my system 12 hours after the well, fact. Well, this is why you're not involved in this uh, process. But your $250 is still my $250 is what you fail to realize. No, you were never getting that $250. <laughs> 
So anyway, the we drove to this really cute inn that uh, with a like a very old stylish uh, interior, like very wealthy looking. And mm. you know, I come from better be two fifty for experience. It was. I come from a lot of trash, and you know, I don't even think that my mom had like running water in her, ha- her house. And a <laughs> so, window to throw it out of. Okay. So you know, it's those types of experiences I don't take for granted because I know that ancestors of mine just a generation ago, would never have been able to experience some something like that. I can't wait. We're going over to my parents' house tomorrow. I can't wait for Lissa to tell my parents about that experience and how much money she spent on that food. I can't wait to see their expressions. I might film it. <laughs> <laughs> I actually might film that moment because it is going to be hilarious. Your parents appreciate fine things so 100 percent they don't think that they will be as shocked as you think they are they appreciate fine things you know what else they appreciate red lobster golden corral i appreciate that too yes but they there's no food first off let's go with my dad actually let's start with my mom my mom has she she likes fine things sure that's too expensive for her Think it is, when we when we discuss. talk when we talk like Ruth's Chris like it's expensive we always talk about how it's expensive but it's good and it's worth it. There's no food out there at all that you will ever convince my dad that two hundred fifty dollars is well, worth it. Period. Also, they're not very experimental in their their palate. I, I understand so. that, but if you say if you say okay, Dad, I'm going to give you the six best tasting things you've ever had. Your flavor. Your taste that you like, it's going to be the best ever. It's $250, though. My dad would laugh in your face. There's no way you're getting him to say, well, let's... Now, continue. I like trying new things. So do I. I That's not $250. I like eating new things. Me too. That's not $250. I like when Chris eats a bag of dicks because he keeps on interrupting me. Guess what? Them bag of dicks were $250. (laughs) I got a cheap Walmart <laughs> special, baby. Discountdicks.com. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and <laughs> so my friend Tali and I, we had a wonderful time throughout the entire experience. Mm-hmm. She <laughs> stopped doing that. We... We ordered, there. there's three menus that you could order off of tasting menus. And the vegetarian option, it was like, that's not even going to happen. So she ordered one side. I ordered the other. And I was very happy with my choice. And I got to, I got to taste things I had never had before, such as Wagyu, ribeye. I'd never had that, that cut of, of meat before. And that's something that we had, we've seen on. Um, A ribeye? Wagyu. Yeah, 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 sure. Uh, a show that we'd watched that I was soon. It was like the the most expensive things or something. I don't know what it was, but that was listed on. I was like, oh, that'd be interesting to taste it. The uh, let's see, what else did I have? She's looking at the menu that she took. Yeah, home. I did. So I'll just I, I just want to run through this because I think the please pre- don't go through. I it. think the pretentiousness of this is worth sharing. No, it's like it's gonna make you sound more of a douchebag. 
Go ahead, douche. A crispy Napoleon of chilled Maine lobster with imperial ocetra caviar and a pool of spicy Bloody Mary coolie. You <laughs> sound. You sound. I don't even know if I'm right. You this. sound so entitled and like. You just I, sound like a could pompous you, you ass up? right now. Can you please now? shut up? Okay. You All yours. Can you please shut up? Yep. You, eat All your bag yours. of dicks, peasant. Go ahead. A star-kissed tuna and foie gras confit, a wash and a black truffle vinaigrette. Oh, sorry. I got to go. That's my bag of dicks at the door. <laughs> Risotto, <laughs> risotto of sorghum, clams, and rock shrimp with pan-seared Antarctic sea bass. A sandwich... Of pan-roasted quail with braised endive, 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 I Right. Think. You can't even pronounce and these. One. Two, they have sandwich in quotation marks like they're just... Ugh, a coconut God. sorbet with passion fruit and ginger granite. And a pear cheesecake shaped like a pear, basically. It was really cool. Guys, when we're broke and we're knocking at your door and asking to move in, I want you to look Lissa straight in her face and say... Talk about this experience right here. It was an experience. That's fantastic. And I'm glad you had a good time. I had a wonderful time. We enjoyed it. We ate slowly. We savored. You better eat. We sipped. You should still be there right now <laughs> enjoying that flavor. We Nice and slow. We, it was just, it was the well, great experience. I'm just, I'm so lucky to have been able to go to something that's that rare. Like Rare. the Wagyu meat. What's to stop you from going there tomorrow? Uh, reservations, because they're booked for like months in advance. So, so is that amazing that you just have to get a reservation, which you can get whenever you want? No. I First off, I'm not going to spend that much money. I'll, that's like a once in a lifetime, maybe uh, thrice in a lifetime opportunity. Exactly. Because there I will go. do this again. Not, mm. the, <laughs> not with Chris. He won't be invited. Uh, okay, go ahead. He did ask me if that was the best meal I've ever had. But I knew it wasn't. And of course it wasn't. Yeah. And I, of all the food that I've had this year, like... It didn't even compare to what you had two months ago. There there are certain things that I... It was really good. Of course it's really good. The food is the finest quality. on a daily basis, I would rather have the crab... Well, not that, of course, but I had a really, really good crab cake mm-hmm. at Bergdorf's. Yes, their cafe in New York, which is also expensive. Mm-hmm. It's probably, I mean, not that expensive, but it's probably $40, $40 maybe. Well, one place that I wanted to go for my goal mm-hmm. in, in Baltimore is Jimmy's Seafood Place. <laughs> But apparently... Are you comparing a three-star Michelin to a, sh- a sh- crab no, shack? No, apparently they have... People often leave and say it's the best crab cake they've ever had. We'll see. So that's why I wanted yeah. to mention that. Yeah, the crab cake I had, it was it was the flavors that and the, whatever was underneath of it, I've forgotten at this point. But the flavors were so good. But again, not to disparage a three star Michelin restaurant because those flavors are not something that I I'm not typically used to eating stuff with tarragon in it and huckleberries. And quail. I've never, I don't think I've ever had quail before. So it opened up my pelote, my pelote. And now I'm French because I'm going to speak in Francais. 
So since your palette is clean and clear, here's extra dicks. I don't need, your yeah, mouth. I don't need your, I don't need your extras. So <laughs> on our way out, we were about to get in the car. Please tell me you're not going to talk about the F-list celebrity that you're going to say that was there. Yeah, I'm sorry that you prioritize people like who wear spandex undies on TV. You mean the guy who's sitting like right next to you? (laughs) (laughs) You. And I get excited by pioneers in journalism like Andrea Mitchell, a veteran reporter, journalist, and a female reporter slash journalist. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I was excited to see her. So she came in, and she's married to the former chair of the Federal Reserves, Alan Greenspan, who's 93 years young. I'm just kidding. With that's a, It's really cool that you saw them. I know. Because they are, they are cool people to see. Yeah, I know. It was a joke. Getting all butthurt over it. Gosh. And I had just heard an interview with her shortly after Cokie Roberts died. Mm-hmm. And she and Cokie Roberts were very close. And I, one of the last times I was at a Nationals game, I saw Cokie Roberts. Hmm. I have a thing for female journalists. Excuse me. When Gwen Ifill died, I was very sad. Mm-hmm. So I have... Pioneer. A, yeah. Women pioneers in journalism. Women pioneers, period. In general, yeah. But I recognize certain people game recognize game there's no game here but i was in good company (laughs) i'm glad you enjoyed that experience um where you went from something as beautiful and pure in the morning to something gluttonous and selfish in the afternoon and night i wouldn't say selfish i would say Selfish is that you I would say took it, all of that money and spent it on yourself. I would say indulgent. And if we're going to go back, if we're going to start like comparing what we spend money on mm-hmm. and the amount of money we don't spend on charity, then that is a deep, deep hole, chasm. All chasm. Chasm. <laughs> chasm, bro. <laughs> That's what Chaz says. It's a whole bunch of sayings from Chaz. Who's Chaz? <laughs> Um, well, considering that you spent that amount of money, my birthday is in 18 days, mm-hmm. so you, oh, you better come oh. with it. Don't you dare say, we oh, don't have any money for I you. I don't have any money because yeah, I spent it all. Right. Well, you better start vomiting and I then put it. I am so excited about some of the gifts that I have for you. Okay. Because I in have the years past, I have been planning the, them. You said something and you're like, oh, I was going to get this, but I was such a long time. Time. You have been planning because I remember you saying something like months ago. Yeah. Right. Because I love you so much. <laughs> and I know that it can't be easy <laughs> eating all those dicks. Mm. So I have to I have to bring some joy smooth, and though, light. Some alcohol. <laughs> some joy and light <laughs> to your life. Thank you. And mm. you are mm. you are beloved by everyone in this house. It's a short list. <laughs> I know. Gosh. And only in this house. Mm-hmm. And your birthday is on Thanksgiving this year. Yep. Which is, in my opinion, the worst possible day to have a birthday. Oh, uh, it's 
If it's not the worst, it's one of them. Because I love Thanksgiving so much. But it's Thanksgiving. It's everyone's birthday because there's so much food. It's like it's not your birthday. It's like, oh, it's like if your birthday's on Christmas. Yeah. Everyone's getting presents, man. Like, don't think that we're going to stop and give you more presents. And really, you're overshadowed by Jesus. Not you, but I'm like, about to say if Christmas. your birthday's on Christmas. Of course. Yeah. But my birthday, I'm overshadowed by food. And honestly, that is the that's, that is the best way to be overshadowed. I mean, no one's going to care about my birthday because food is there. And I will say the one thing is that I love my family. And I love, I love that Thanksgiving day. So it will be cool in that aspect. However, I do like staying by. I, my idea of a fantastic birthday is laying on the couch and doing nothing all day long. Did you see what I put in our shared family calendar today? I did. It was fantastic. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Cheers to that. I put in the calendar the Friday, the day after his birthday. Black Friday. Black. Black, Black Friday. To both of us have to sit, what I say something like, lay on the, lay and do nothing all day. Yeah. This is gonna be because that's Chris's birthday present. Mm-hmm. He likes to do that. Where I like to do, ex- I like to experience things. Mm-hmm. Chris doesn't. Yeah. Opposites attract, and you know it ain't fiction. <laughs> it's the magic We come together. There you go. See. Uh, yeah. All right. That's it. What do you want for your birthday? Um, I don't want to tell everybody. Tell everyone. It's a little personal. No, I'll start a GoFundMe so I don't have to spend anything because I just spent it all on <laughs> your <restaurant>. food. <laughs> I want pants that fit me. Nope. I want shirts and jackets. Nope. All right. What's next? What else do you have? You just asked. Life? I just finished. Do you have any goals that you want to complete that I can help you with? Not this year. I don't think I have anything this year that I want to complete necessarily on my birthday. There's only about two or three more goals this year that I think I can complete. Speaking of, the the meat eating at the in in Little Washington completes all of my eats goals. Yep. So I had like six goals in the theme, the food theme, and they've all I've accomplished them all naturally. I've accomplished all the ones that involve food. If there were, if I had to bet, yeah. I think I have like two left. Banana split and Jimmy's famous seafood. I want to go there. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to going And you there. still haven't used your gift from last year. That was my um, Chinese food? Yep, and massage. Yep. I've not forgot. Yeah. This is why I don't give you gifts. That's why you spend it on yourself when you go yeah, to eat Yeah, because I appreciate it more than you do. It's my birthday. Yeah, and I appreciate gifts more than you do. <laughs> All right, that's it. That's all we got. We 46 minutes talking. We thought this was going to be short. We did. Uh, Can I leave the audience with uh, uh, the inspiring words? Please, sweet Jesus. From the chef. Go ahead. Chris, with every meal, a cook is given a blank canvas and another chance to create a masterpiece. Amen. Special. (laughs) Words to live by, folks. All right. We're out. We're done. Hope you guys have a fantastic and amazing week. And we will come back to you next week 
with another episode of Chris and Lissa's Great Ghoul Rush Podcast. So it's Chris signing off saying, see ya. And Lissa saying, sorry, she's got dicks in her mouth. She can't say anything. <laughs> bye. Bye. Say bye. I can't. You guys say bye. bye. No, I'm not. That's disgusting. I would never do that. Bye. Visit www.greatgoalrush.com for our bucket list archive. And if you want to follow us on social, you can find us on Facebook at Great Goal Rush. Thanks for listening.